what is good everybody welcome back to episode 21 21 21 of stumbling through podcast my name is antonio and i'm joined as always by my two awesome co-hosts robert and kaylin in this week's episode we go over some more current events talk about our lives a little bit and just whatever's going on so sit back relax and enjoy the episode sick but yeah i got the job so now i am an assistant media planner sick dude is it remote yeah yeah nice so that's super rad too but yeah dude second interview audio give us uh give us some tips about what you think (laughs) helped you land the job oh man dude that job search was so rough man i mean i mean it's rough for everyone because you literally have to just dedicate each day to sending out at least like two applications you know and -hmm. just hope that something sticks i was getting like reached out by recruiters for like contract positions but i was like "Eh." and i held out for a bit and got a call back from this place did decently well in the phone interview and then uh they had like an hour-long interview where i met with two people and i was stressing so hard about that oh my god was it uh video interview or like in person yeah it was zoom nice yeah Mm, zoom interviews are i hate zoom interviews dude i fucking hate it so much uh how long was your second interview and or how many interviews do you have antonio for your life i had three i had one phone interview a zoom interview which is about an hour as well and then an in-person interview um probably about like an hour right yeah 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 the second two are about an hour the first one was probably like 15 20 minutes yeah not bad um what do you talk about for an hour you know what i kind of noticed interview before (laughs) (laughs) right what i kind of noticed is they don't necessarily talk about i feel like my zoom interview was much more like work related and the last one obviously was work related but it was in person so i think it was more getting to know your personality and kind of feeling out you as a person rather than wanting to know every little thing about your resume yeah right so it kind of flowed a little bit easier i would say and probably just seeing you in person like they want to know who what you look like yeah exactly yeah yeah no that's that's basically how the the hour-long one was because i met with two people within that hour and then one was more focused on like technical skills and the other dude was just wanting to get to know your personality so Yeah. That's dope. Did you, uh, so are you going to be doing like social, like ad campaigns? Uh, I don't really know yet. I, you're good, dude. I didn't know what I was going to be doing until I like finally started my job. So it's yeah. normal. Yeah. No, I have no idea. Cause, uh, it seemed that it was broad in terms of like, there wasn't a specific, I don't know, like marketing channel that I was going to be working with and whatnot, but Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to be doing a lot of like analytical stuff and nice. using Excel a lot. So Ooh. I got to I got to go harder with studying that this week, but yeah. Sick, dude. So we'll That's cool. Should have paid attention yeah. during IS 300. Do you, <laughs> I I don't IS think we were ever taught uh was that no, that wasn't stats, right? We 
we had no, the same stats that. teacher, right? Wait, Robert? you and Kaylin or me and you? Uh, you we me. had Melody. Oh, okay, never mind. I okay. had someone else then. Mm. I never learned stats through Excel. I learned stats by pen and paper in calculator. That and sucks. it fucking sucks. Because <laughs> we learned, yeah, we got to use only Excel for stats and it helped so much. And then for IS300, oh, we I didn't, didn't do that. learn anything, dude. No, for stats, I did pen or pencil and calculator, which I liked so, more. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. And <laughs> You're then insane. Stats, it was IS213 or something like that, where like you had to like learn how to do Microsoft and Excel. Yeah, my aunt taught me how to use Excel when I worked for her more oh, than really? college. Uh, yeah. Um, I had a professor, like the semester that we went all online, like yeah. mid semester, we like pandemic starting. And it was like a digital marketing class, but he taught us a lot about how to use Excel for marketing and like analytics and stuff. So that was super helpful, but I have probably forgotten some of what I remember learning back then. But it's kind of fun, honestly. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. We're all about progress, not perfection. True, 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 true. That is the thing with Excel though, is no one, like who practices it? outside of work there's no one that just like does it as a hobby as they would like photoshop premiere illustrator some other things you know you say that but there are definitely people that are like i cannot wait to go home to learn more about (laughs) (laughs) and those people's names are caitlin and only caitlin (laughs) it is fun though dude um, no in my fucking workplace dude we use internet explorers still Really? Like the whole place only functions on Internet Explorer and they're they're no longer producing any more versions of it. Like they're literally canceling it. So mm-hmm. if you if you update or like don't it's... have access to your computer with it, you can't ever download it again. Oh my god. We have Internet Explorer accessibility at work, so we're yeah, still using it stone ages. Dude, there's like programs I can't even access using like chrome like i can only use internet explorer and i'm like when this shit like is over like how is this company gonna function i don't care though <laughs> whatever it's vintage. not my job <laughs> i'm gonna start vintage. wearing like internet explorer t- i'm gonna sh- i should make merch for internet explorer dude can i tell or you download- guys something that's oh sorry sorry no go for no, it no go ahead i was gonna say can i tell you guys something that's super sus I kind of enjoy using Windows and like a PC. Really? And I've had a MacBook for for like the longest time. I like it in the workplace. I think the MacBook is just like, I don't know. It's posh. No, having a MacBook makes me feel superior. I don't care. (laughs) I'm going to say it. I don't give a shit. Oh, I mean, I have. Yeah, I have a MacBook Pro. Like, I love this thing. But in terms of working, I think I feel more serious when working on windows or like a pc i feel like right. I'm i think a professional yeah i think I um only about three to four percent of like business workers like in a sense like us like how we major in business um are macbook users like a yeah. lot of people don't use them yeah yeah like or they're like at home laptops versus like work computers because like, yeah. my mom only works with windows but she has like all apple products at home which yeah. i'm like mm. yeah no, I mean, He's I fake. like it. It's easy to use, but I feel like I'm just adjusting so much to mm-hmm. a Windows, like, setting in a PC that when I come home and use my laptop, I forget how to do certain things because I'm on my, like, on a PC 
all day long. Yeah, you're thrown yeah. off yeah. for a second. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on a PC at work too, so I feel it. I also like using like a physical mouse. I'm like, ooh. Oh my god, this it's is fancy. such a game changer. I'm like, this is so cool. Like when I'm doing my Zoom classes and I'm teaching, like using that mouse rather than the trackpad is really nice. Oh for yeah. For sure. I agree. I mean, I don't think there's any companies that provide people with Macs outside of Apple, you know? Right. I, I know that when I was interning at Taco Bell, they would get per special request, like you could request a MacBook, but the process of like setting it up and stuff was so much longer than it needed to be. Yeah, such a pain. Right. Yeah, I know, yeah, so. and I know some schools, like, they'll do iPads, like, they'll give their kids iPads. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. So I know, I, like, I know, yeah. it just depends. But yeah, the majority, like, literally, like, 95% of business workers use PC. Yeah. It, and it's, like, better for gaming, too. So a lot of people, obviously, would rather. And also, because Samsung's really big here in Korea. Like, iPhones don't work in some places. What? I know. Like, at my work, like, if you have an Apple, I, like, an iPhone... Like clocking in and out, sometimes it'll take us like five minutes to even get the browser to load because everything here is like run on Samsung. Like Apple doesn't have 5G on any of their phones besides the newest one coming out. And here, like everything's run on 5G. And so all this and like they have like, like, you know, 4K monitors. I don't know like what it is Mm -hmm. on like 2K or something or whatever. Like Apple doesn't do that. So like the quality of Apple versus like Samsung is like super inferior whereas like apple back at home is like everything but Um, here like you'll see people with like dual flip screens watching like full ass movies in like the highest definition like on the subway and i'm like okay i'm the poor i'm the minority here they're still using an android and have green messages so they're (laughs) weird yeah y'all are whack but like it's crazy like yeah like their phones are crazy here but yeah so samsung is really big here in Mm. korea well, everyone uses WhatsApp, right? They don't even like text. Kakao talk. Using SMS. Oh, cow talk. Kakao talk. Yeah, uh, it's like I another she said texting app. Too. <laughs> it's K A K A O. Kakao. Ah, uh, okay. Like people will literally be like, you know how like in, in the states we're like, oh, what's your Snapchat? Here it's like, what's your Kakao? Oh, do they do mm. transactions through it too and stuff like WhatsApp? Uh-huh. Or, uh, yeah, so you do so- transactions, and then there's also the QR codes that I was telling you about to like. Yeah show you're vaccinated like you can do that via kakao talk you can order taxis off of kakao talk you there's like a subway map app for kakao talk like everything is connected through kakao talk some black mirror type shit though i feel like oh yeah that shit's tracking (laughs) me day by day they know my route home like oh man crazy they know i stop in the convenience store every like other week on like the friday to go get the new tub of ice cream they know (laughs) they start sending you uh instagram ads the yeah. two days leading up to friday so you can go get your ice cream <laughs> keep it top Dude, of mind honestly haagen needs to sponsor me the fucking amount of money i've spent on their ice cream here so expensive <laughs> because oh the import god. rate oh my god it's so expensive it's like 12 dollars for a pint of ice cream and i do pay Bruh. for it kaylin <laughs> jeez <laughs> just make your own dude uh-uh yeah, do because like, like, uh... like, like the flavors here are so good are they different than here? Um, some are like just like the like I've never seen some of the ones here at home. I can't even tell you which ones I've purchased because I've bought so many. You should start collecting the cups. I know. <laughs> Don't I wash them out so that them. way they get all nasty uh. inside. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Twelve. I wonder why these places like have 
like everyone uses apps like that instead of just like texting through SMS and whatnot. I mean, I guess it's just superior to SMS, but because everything here runs on like wi- like you, there's access to Wi-Fi everywhere, oh, everywhere. Like okay. if your coffee shop or store or whatever doesn't provide free Wi-Fi, like your bunk, you know. But yeah, Cacao Talk, it is also easier. Like, um, like I haven't seen anyone open up a text messaging app. Yeah. Unless they're using iMessage, everyone here uses Cacao Talk. Uh. Interesting. I don't know why though. That makes sense know. though. Okay. Yeah, if, if they have like Wi-Fi available to everyone everywhere, you know, like yeah, why use SMS? Yeah, That's interesting. Anyway, though. yeah, this episode, I don't know where we started going with this. We just started. We just started, <laughs> dude. This is the uh, the pre-show talk that we usually don't record, <laughs> but we're just giving an insight to the people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If yeah. I I guess we just we just keep it going. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, let's see. We have written here the Gabby Petito case, which I'm not well versed on like the updates, but it's so interesting. And it's uh, there was that other case with that dude who like killed his family and then uh, his neighbors caught it all on tape, like him leaving the house and like moving them into his like truck bed and whatnot. And then uh, the police were called. And the dude who murdered his family went over to his neighbor's house with the police to like review the footage because the police were questioning him. And then that was like the first time where he saw, where he basically realized that he was like caught and he was like, oh shit. And you can like, there's like body cam footage from the policeman's side. And you can see like the moment where he's like, like shitting his pants because he realizes that he got caught on tape uh, and he was like, dude, it's crazy. But it sounds very much like that case. That's crazy. Kaylin, do you mind giving us like a short rundown of kind of what happened if you're able to? Just because I'm right. kind of in the same boat as Robert. I've seen it and I've seen people talking about it, but in no way, shape or form do I have really any facts about what kind of happened or any background. Right. So what I know is from what I've heard from like podcasts and Twitter, of course, um, so Gabby, I believe, is, I think my age, like 22, 23 years old. Um, she, her mom and her stepdad live in New York City. And after I think she had finished school or just for over the summer, they decided that they were going to go to her, she and her fiance. Yeah, who, I think so. They say boyfriend, but they were engaged and then canceled their engagement. Anyway, um, they were going to go like cross country to visit all the national parks and like make a YouTube and record it. Um, for, you know, for fans and whatever. Um, so in the end of August, I believe, like she would talk, Gabby would talk to her mom, like almost daily, if not like every couple of days, Mm -hmm. just, you know, to call and say hi and like to update. And at the end of August, I believe it was around like the 23rd or 22nd, like that was like the last time her mom had actually like heard her daughter's voice. Um, and then I believe on August 31st, her mom got a text from Gabby's phone saying, like, I'm in Yosemite, I have no reception. Like, a week after that, they had not heard anything from their daughter, and so they obviously grew concerned, and they, the stepdad, Gabby's stepdad, um, tried contacting Brian, who is her boyfriend, his family, and he ended up driving to their house because he's like, where's my daughter? Like, where's your son? Like, do you, are you not concerned for your children? Yeah. Um, and then there was a police report. So obviously the police were called when 
Gabby's stepfather went to Brian's parents' home. And then they had found out that Brian actually had been home for a week. So he got home on September 1st. The last time that Gabby's mom, like I said, heard about her or heard from her was through a text on August 31st. So then they were like, there's no freaking way that text was from their daughter. Um, Then Brian had fled after ignoring questions from the police and getting a lawyer. He fled. So now we have no idea where he is. And I believe just recently they had found her mutilated body um, in the campsite where she and her boyfriend were either staying or where he had been last seen. That's what I know so far from it. And then also, like, the obviously the press has been, like, and the family, Gabby's family has been, like, pressing Brian's family, like, where is he? Like, yeah. why aren't you telling us where he is? Um, but they just released a statement saying they have no idea where their son is. And apparently Gabby's, there's a, a traveler app or, like, a hiking app that you could notify everyone like oh this is my current location like these are like where this is where i am kind of like find my friends but like for hikers mm. and travelers um it was last pinged in puerto rico so what the fuck yeah right so they think that she like either he's in puerto rico with her phone or like he changed the address like to send them to puerto rico so they have no idea where her last ping really was when she died but they had found her mutilated body um and like, I guess, like, hitchhikers have, like, picked up Brian, like, during, like, the time that he was, like, hurt, like, during the time where Gabby was presumably dead, but yeah. he had not gone home yet, like, hitchhikers had picked him up, and, like, he was kind of, like, irrational and, like, a little bit erratic, but, like, still nice and friendly, so they were, like, oh, he's just, like, a weird traveler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But so far, like, they believe it's homicide, and they're just, and, like, obviously Brian is, like, a person of interest, but they haven't officially declared him as like the main suspect but of course we all know <laughs> he definitely killed her because he immediately lawyered up i think and then right. they also released body cam footage because the police had actually stopped them in right. their van yeah yes. in one of the national parks mm-hmm. because like uh, people passing by were saying that they were getting into like a big argument or a big fight or something yeah and so so and yeah. while they were driving she was crying and then the police that was following them he hit the curb or not the police, not the police, the, the police saw them, Gabby and Brian hit a curb while they were driving. Mm. So that's when he pulled them over because he's like, oh, they might be intoxicated. Yeah. And the thing that's really sad is the cop had pulled Gabby out of the car and like was just talking to them separately because she was crying. Mm. And another cop came. And what you can kind of tell through the footage is the initial cop that had pulled them over seemed new. So he was like kind of not, he wasn't training, but he was like newer. So yeah. The secondary cop that came was like, it's your call. Do you want to let them go? Or do you want to, Uh, like, arrest Gabby because she technically admitted to hitting him? So they had to be separated for a night. So the fact that they let them go um, is like, she might not be dead if, you know, they made a different decision. Which is not their fault, obviously, but it's like, you never know, like, what the decisions you make. So that really sucked. But yeah, yeah, that's what I know. I kind of know, I think, more or less what the general public knows. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now they have a warrant out, Definitely. yeah, for Brian's arrest. And But he just fled and he'll probably stay fled from the country, you know? It's such Where a do crazy you think, case. No I, think that MF, no, I think that MF is still in Florida. I mean, it's one of those mm-hmm. things where it's probably going to end one of two ways. Either they're going to find him and arrest him and he'll go to jail or he will... Yeah. I feel like his family uh, is supporting yeah. him uh, 
in like fleeing the country you know and wherever he's staying now it's crazy though dude it's such a crazy case and like it's so sad because it's like it i mean death like that like homicide never needs to happen but it's like bro just turn yourself in like you know like because now his face is everywhere like this isn't like a as sad as it is there are so many cases similar to this for like indigenous women and that's a huge highlight of indigenous women black women um you know people of like latin like latinx culture like they are a ton of these cases go unheard of and unsolved whereas gabby's you know predominantly being like white and pretty and like you know, a YouTuber, like, she got a lot of media attention. And not saying that she deserved this or anything at all. Like, this is horrible. And I'm so glad that it got attention. But, like, his face is everywhere because of their popularity. Whereas, like, he's not going to make it far. Like, everyone knows about it. Yeah. But, yeah, you bring up a good point about, like, you know, BIPOC people, like, not getting enough recognition on news when it happens to them because there was that news reporter that got like put on leave because he spoke out about that kind of stuff so it is interesting yeah like and i don't think it's in a sense devaluing gabby's life no if anything it's like her case brought a lot of attention to what we ignore yeah because it doesn't happen to us you know raising important issues like there's so many cases that go unsolved like Mm -hmm. and i listen to a lot of crime podcasts so i'm like holy shit like like it could be any of us yeah either it could be any of us that's killing people and we just don't know or it could be any of us that's like you know yeah our friends it's also kind of crazy to think about how big it blew up too because i don't know i feel like didn't it start didn't it start on tiktok like or not start on tiktok but like a lot of the clues kind of started coming together and like being pieced together because of tiktok or like people on it just kind of doing their own research you're right dude yeah yeah yeah. i I think that's crazy just to (laughs) see the power of like social media and we know how detrimental it can be but how helpful it can be as well you know in a case like this where someone who drove him hitched like gave the guy a ride i don't remember his name but uh brian right yeah yeah Yeah, brian um gave him a ride and you know came out and said we picked him up like he seemed fine but that's like valuable information that if we were in the same position 20 years ago 30 years ago like we would have no leads at this point you know like there wouldn't be many witnesses coming forward or many people trying outside of like the justice system yeah to try and help find this person or like put an end to this case or like Mm. figure out what happened you know no very true yeah i mean i knock social media a lot for like all like the pointless shit that it does and like harmful harmful stuff but i will say like i totally agree like i think social media is so powerful and like amazing and like not only like it's not even only the community that helped solve this case it's the community of people that would have never known about yeah how crazy people are and also like murder is real like it's teaching kids to like don't post everything online like be safe be wary of the people that you consider your friends and that you trust you know yeah no, definitely. it's 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 sad though like that's so fucked up yeah i hope he gets caught and I don't know, like, I'm, unfortunately, believe in the electric chair. Um, 
I still, like, yeah. I kind of want him to suffer. Like, I want him to suffer in prison. Like, I want him to die, but I also want him to, like, suffer, yeah. you know? Because mm-hmm. he definitely did it. And, yeah. like, she's just a young girl with, like, so many dreams. Like, so many of the people that we know. And, like, she did not deserve to die. Like, that's so crazy. Just, you know? Ugh. So it's sad. crazy. And, yeah, the power of TikTok. Also crazy. <laughs> But I don't have TikTok, but shout out to all my friends that have TikTok and like all the people out there, all the homies with TikTok. <laughs> Retweet. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh-huh. What else do we got? Oh, we were all going to talk about one current event that we are super excited to share. And we will let Antonio start. <laughs> so, as you guys know, actually, let me, uh, since I've been talking about it for the last like, probably four or five episodes uh the concert was sick i already told robert and kaylin about it but it was awesome i highly recommend red rocks for anyone that is interested in going or like thinking about it at all the venue is beautiful karangbin is amazing live highly recommend their concert um yeah denver is also awesome i honestly fell in love with like the city when I was there it was just so much fun like very welcoming there's a lot of different neighborhoods and stuff to go Mm. go around and check out great food which for me I'm I wouldn't say I'm like a hard ass when it comes to food but I feel like I know good food when I have it yeah and it was very reassuring to go there and think that I had almost every meal was like very good so (laughs) yeah um, shout out to Denver, Denver for that. Also, I want to give a shout out to a store in Denver, which I posted on my Instagram story called Steadbrook. Yeah, check it's it in, out. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Yeah. Like the guys that work there, Bryce and Sandus, those are their names. Both Sandus. super cool. Yeah, <laughs> dope, dope name, ass dudes. Dope name. Yeah, I like super that name. Cool. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was my little Denver recap. Trip was fucking awesome fun spending time with my friends and yeah um but my current event that i wanted to talk about was or is the Ryder cup it's a golf tournament that happens every year between it's a team golf tournament so usually when you think of golf you think of like an individual sport it's a lot different it's a lot different of a mindset for the players that play in it but it's a tournament uh where there's a U.S. team and a Team Europe, and they play each other over the course of four days, uh, or three, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three days. Um, and the format of it changes up every day, so like it's a it's a team tournament, but there's team matches that they play against each other, and also individual matches. But the U.S. ended up winning. We love that. Uh, it was held in Wisconsin. The course looked super sick, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Team USA. They oh, were yeah. getting lit last night. <laughs> it was funny. Um, they, it's like you guys should look up video of the Ryder Cup. It's much different than like what you would expect from a normal golf tournament. It's very Olympic esque, like fans <laughs> going crazy yeah. all the time. The players were like shotgunning beers and shit on like the holes it it's like just a whole 
fiasco of things going on but the play like all the players that were in it were super good it was just a lot of fun to watch i love golf so i i nerded out over it all weekend and just laid in bed all day yesterday and watched the u.s kick some european ass so is it only ever uh the u.s versus europe or is it other yeah yeah so it's only u.s versus europe um the olympics are the exception to where like individual players will play for a country Mm -hmm. but it's not like a team aspect even though you're playing for your country it's like you have your individual score a single player can win a gold um that type of thing so Mm -hmm. this is cool seeing like the golfers work together rather than you know try and go out there and compete individually against one another yeah but that's my uh my current event that's very cool yeah hell yeah you teaching something new every day (laughs) love to hear it i try (laughs) okay so this weekend uh korea time um because it's monday there it's tuesday here tuesday morning here so i went to the it's literally a museum dedicated to bts here it's called the high museum where am i going with this is it was the coolest thing ever leading into bts is officially going on tour and this is big current events by the way especially because concert culture has died besides in the u.s like no one outside of the u.s is like really holding concerts um and they're doing it at what is it the sofi stadium which Mm -hmm. actually can hold a hundred thousand people but they're only they're cutting it down to seventy thousand people which that's going to be a fucking shit show um, but I would still go if I was in the States. I'm actually genuinely so sad that I'm not there. <laughs> and um, BTS also got status of diplomatic status here in South Korea. So they have diplomatic passports, which means during the times of like any issue or like war or like business wise, like they have like a diplomatic status passport, kind of like how any diplomat around the world would have a, a passport signified so they can just enter like any countries and whatnot. Dude, that's crazy. So they have a fast pass for the entire world. <laughs> Basically. Like, that's quite literally. Sick. And like, oh my it's because they bring in so much money to South Korea. Like literally they call them like, like the hopes and dreams, like the proudest, like their most proudest possession is BTS. Um, in a sense, like, in the States, I think people of, like, older ages, like, literally 18 to, like, 70 are fans. But in South Korea, it's a kind of, like, more of a younger demographic. But, um, like, they bring in so much money. They're on, like, vitamin C packages here. They're on coffee packages here. They're on, like, hair care packages here. They probably don't even use the products. Like, they just are just on it. There are so many, like, fake contraband, like here that's like labeled bts like but there are pictures on it that like on street vendors that sell it and then um at the museum like you have to sign a contract stating that you will not record or take photos of specific exhibits and if you do like it's a felony because it's the label and um yeah like we saw like some girl recording a video because she didn't know everything's in korean and literally, like, security went up to her and, like, surrounded her and watched her delete the videos. And she had to go into her recently deleted and delete all the videos. And, like, they scrolled through her phone to, like, see. Because you signed a contract. Like, they're allowed to do that. Anyway, so the whole important current event is that one BTS is going back on tour. 
Will I be going? <laughs> will I be using my vacation days if they're at Coachella? Probably. I might fly home for that. Two, they got diplomatic status, which is crazy because you don't hear celebrities getting like you hear celebrities getting like jets and shit, but diplomatic passports that like allow you to get into any country. Yeah, that's wild. That's, that's very insane. Personally, dude. that love that for Jungkook. Love that for him. Thanks for pinning my comment, by the way, on your post of Jungkook oh, is my king. Oh, you deserved it. <laughs> yes, you deserve it. Oh man. Like it's so crazy. Like I can't even. Like their apartments. Like I went to Hanam, which is like where like the BTS houses. Like there's like they have like a house that they're all supposed to live in together, but they all have their own homes. I went to Hanam because I was on my way to go to like around Hongdae, which is like a big college kind of area here. And I remember I stopped by a coffee shop and like I remember just like looking at the homes there. They're like in US dollars, like easy, like over $15 million, like Holy apartments, shit. like not even houses, like apartments or like homes or whatever. Like they're just like the way Kim Kardashian's home would be priced because oh living God. in Seoul is very expensive, you know? So like, I was like looking over and I was like, holy shit, like. These are, like, big-time celebrities, like... Dude, yeah. You never know who you're gonna run into. So, that is my current event, is BTS is king. Oh, and their song with Coldplay came out. So, yeah, there's that, too. Good for Coldplay. <laughs> Good for BTS and Coldplay, because I love Coldplay. Oh, Dude, my yeah. God. That's incredible. I love Coldplay. They are incredible. They are incredible. And they're humble kings. Oh, and they talked at the UN every year. They talk at... They go... They are invited <laughs> to the United Nations <laughs> every year. Like... Coldplay? That's crazy. No, BTS. <laughs> oh. Dude, that'd be BTS, so sick. <laughs> like, literally, BTS is invited to the UN, you know, like, the United Nations, like, con- like congregation meeting thing to talk about, like, specific topics. Like, for example, like, self-confidence, you know, especially, like, with the suicide rates increasing during the pandemic and all that stuff. And, like, they, like, are asked to speak at the UN, a South Korean K-pop group. That is unheard of. That's crazy. So that love sounds our like, humble kings. That sounds like something that would be on the onion or something, you know? Right? <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. It's literally like yeah, like it's insane. But my humble kings accomplishing breaking boundaries. That is my current event news that I am so proud of. <laughs> that keeps me that keeps me going here. Too bad they're touring in America and I'm not there, so there's that. Well, you got your vacation days, dude. Might be <laughs> worth fly it. Home, pay, pay the two thousand dollars to fly yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I already kind of said one of like my, well, I guess it's not an important current event, but it's like an update where I finally got a job after a long job search. So those graduates and those people out there that are still searching, have faith, keep applying. It'll happen eventually uh, and don't get too depressed. But also, I guess the second thing is like, I guess taking your mental health more seriously and trying to do away with like because for me personally i've been recently prescribed uh antidepressants and i put off going to like you know getting my mental health checked out for the longest time because i was afraid of like the negative stigma and also just afraid of medication in general because uh, i feel like you hear a lot of like horror stories and whatnot uh, through social media or you know things of that sort but man, like it has helped so much. And yeah, I don't really know where to where to take that. But like to not be afraid to go. And, you know, I'm glad that our generation is really taking that more seriously. And 
even older generations are taking it seriously and you know i'm i feel like there's a lot of old people now that are going to therapy to uh fix issues that they've just had their entire life and things of that sort but yeah man don't be scared of medication it is an incredible thing it's just like if you had diabetes you're not going to just not take insulin right like mm-hmm. it's 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 something like that so i don't yeah. know i don't know yeah. if you guys have anything to add to that but yeah i think i'm happy um, for you yeah very you. happy that like <clears throat> you're feeling better and you found resources to help you in that yeah uh one thing i've actually been hearing not hearing quite a bit about but really like thinking about is wanting to go back to like having a therapist not that i think that i'm in like a super depressive episode or like have um a bunch of stuff going on it's just good to have that outlet to be able to talk to someone even when you're feeling happy or when you might think you're happy we tend to push things to the back of our minds a little bit and it's good to bring that stuff up be open about it and you know let those emotions out if they're there yeah i i i'm with you on it i'm happy that people are more open about their mental health and open to getting help for it specifically glad the stigma is going away of you're kind of a baby if you're you know yeah saying you're depressed or whatever it might be or anxious um everyone experiences it it's, it's a biological thing away. too yeah. like it's yeah, not exactly. really like sometimes yeah sometimes it's not even like i wouldn't say your fault necessarily but yeah. it can be hereditary like having depression or like anxiety can be passed on generation by generation and if you just ignore it it's like why go through that trouble or that pain or that feeling of sadness if you know that it's something that runs in your family or can be dealt with and and helped so exactly i'm with you on it glad you're doing better yes sir that makes me happy for both of you but that makes me really happy for you robert because obviously no matter how much we talk, we never know what each other is really thinking or going through. You know, you can be the best of friends, talk every week, do mm-hmm. a podcast, and still we would yeah. never know if you don't tell us, you know? So it makes me happy for you. Um, and I'm happy that you got the job. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I remember you were so stressed about your interview. Oh, fuck, dude. But obviously you are a great candidate. You're probably the best candidate they've ever seen thank you thank like you. we've been waiting for years <laughs> we've been waiting for a new ceo <laughs> so oh, um but going off of what antonio said yeah i think going to therapy is great before i went to korea i had a therapist julie <laughs> i miss her so much like we were going to continue our sessions but just with time and like mm. me having to be in and out like in the mornings all the time like it just wouldn't work but what was I going to say? But no, I think getting a therapist, whether it be for happy or sad times, is so great because it's like an unbiased opinion that can give you like a fresh insight because obviously as friends or family, like we're going to b- tell you what we believe is best without like as open-minded as we can be, we still think of you as someone that we hold close to us. Whereas like a therapist is like, yes, like you are a patient first you know so i think therapy is an amazing resource um for anyone to use and i miss my therapist i miss them i miss her so much like i think about her often i hope she's doing well yeah but mental health like especially here like where i'm at now one thing that i really appreciate about the states is 
seeing diversity but also how open we are kind of about mental health like here it seems like they're slowly getting into that um there are so many amazing things about south korea do not get me wrong but they're still kind of let the hierarchy kind of work life balance issue and also like mental health Mm. like here it's like it is definitely easy to become very very like insecure and uh like not mentally well and like not knowing how to go about it yeah like well because so much of your life there is rooted in work right because then like after yeah. work you have to attend those like go out with coworkers and drink or something right and if you don't then your yeah. bosses will think that you're not like trying hard enough or something right Stuff yeah like that. that doesn't happen much now because of covid thank god but but like that and then also like there's a hierarchy like no matter even if you're right like for example <laughs> my co-teacher we do not get along like we don't get along i love everyone else i don't even not like her we just don't get along um she's like one of the older teachers there so like she's not progressive in like the way that you could do things like she'll do things the harder way just because that's what she's used to mm. and like when she was apologizing to me it was like i'm sorry that you felt misunderstood by what i said and i was like no 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 i was like you told me this and this is how i took it because this is how you meant it like she could never say like i'm sorry for saying that to you she's like i'm just like she like gas yeah yeah like the most backhanded like apology ever yeah and like even my director was like what the fuck like why is she doing this to you like no one understood it so um, mental health here isn't, I don't think, as big as, like, a topic. Like, it's not openly discussed. Like, you know, we'll be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm feeling really depressed. Like, I don't want to record. Whereas, like, here, it's like, no, like, just, like, work comes first, you know? Mm-hmm. So, At least, yeah. like you said, it's emerging, you know, in Japan the same way, right? So, it's good. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, man, it's interesting to see how Korea and Japan will change or if they will change their work culture uh over the next decade it's or rough so. here yeah like i'm getting off at like 10 o'clock at night from teaching my other co-teachers aren't leaving till like 10 11 but they get there at like 11 a.m i don't clock in till like one you know That's like nuts. and then i'll come i'll go on the bus and there's like salary men like business women you know teachers doctors like I mean, doctors are driving their own cars, but there's, like, everyone's going home at, like, 10, 11. It's weird. It's very weird. But, I mean, it's normal here. But even just, like, mental health with appearances, like, body positivity. In America, we're very body positive. Even if we have the minority that's, like, oh, like, you're fat. Which I don't even think fat is a an insult. I think fat is just a describing where, like, there are people that are bigger. Like, whatever. I don't... I think it's wrong for people to use it in a negative sense. But, um here it's like they'll look at you if like you're too tan oh really especially where i'm like if in seoul like if you're too tan or like if you're a little bit bigger or like like can hear like i'm like medium large yeah <laughs> like some people you have to go to specific stores to buy clothes like one of my really good friends that's here she's not even big like she's not in a sense she's not fat like but she is bigger boned and she's taller and she can't buy clothes here because she doesn't fit anything here. So there's also this, the idea of like, this is just how, this is their culture. This is how they live, but I'm not used to it. 
so also like that type of mental health stuff where like it could make you very insecure damn dude that's wild appearances are everything like you'll see people like doing their makeup on the subway which is normal but like like people look good here i have not seen one person wearing leggings and like workout clothes like out like how i do dress to the nines to get like oh my god people here are so posh i don't fuck with anyone here i don't talk to anyone people look so good all the time and i'm like how that's crazy dude so mental health i take that seriously i do i want to find a therapist out here but i don't know korean yeah that's wild Jeez. i feel like also though a a huge deterrent to people like getting help for this stuff is like it's kind of a process to find either if you go the psychologist route like a good medicine or if you go the therapist route to find like a good therapist Mm -hmm. but it's better to start now then start later in life and yeah man it's crazy yeah that is kind of a daunting part of it yeah having to like trying different medication or trying to make that connection with someone that you've never met before like opening up to them like that yeah is pretty scary so it's understandable but it does help for sure i recommend it to everyone and i'm glad that you both are so open about it because it's not something that you hear amongst conversations often Um, yeah like, we'll joke and say, like, oh, I have anxiety. Or, like, that gives me anxiety. Or, like, oh, I'm depressed. But, like, for real, those are big issues that it's important to get checked out. And, like, you know, are you okay? Are you doing well? Yeah. So, from stumbling through, get a therapist if you can. I will say therapy is also very expensive. So, my California friends, Southern California, the Living Success Center in Costa Mesa, you work with somebody that's training to be a professional therapist. They're therapists, but they're, like, in training they don't have as many patient hours that's where i found my therapist and i loved her so living success center in costa mesa that's super and it's like you pay what you can there's also like online therapy i know a lot of the podcasts that i listen to are sponsored by i think it's better health or something like that Mm. better health um and they have like discount codes that you can use and it's just another accessible way to get the resources that you need not everyone has a means of transportation or time to go you know out of their day to go to therapy for like an hour so the more accessible it is the more people that have a way of getting to the resources that they need and it's cool yeah also though take like other steps outside of those things as well because a great like alternative would be to you know like work out and things of that sort and just build routines that really i don't know inspire you to just be your better self and are simple enough to where you'll actually like stick to them day in and day out beautiful period the end take care (laughs) of yourself is what we yeah well what else do we got we got squid game incredible korean show on netflix oh my (laughs) god Dude, the movies and the TV shows that are coming out of Korea, uh, I've been told that they've always been pretty good. But damn, dude, I feel like now that people, I don't know, I don't know, man. It's just, they're so good. Is the it really recent that ones good? like Parasite and Nobody oh, uh, was an extremely good movie. But all these Korean films and TV shows are now getting a lot of recognition. And then some of them are just way better than American TV shows. But Is Squid, it really that good, Squid Game? Dude, it's. It's dope. <laughs> it's fun, dude. Yeah. No, I, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> they, um, it, I was I was telling Antonio and Robert this. They actually set up one of the subway stations with like all these three D visuals and like screen visuals and like pop up visuals of Squid Game. Yeah. And like a ton of people went to just to the station just to go see it, which is like really cool. 
Anyway, Antonio, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say I got to check it out. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say I'm almost done with Ted Lasso, so I'm looking for my new show. That show's so good. I watched season one, and it's just so... Yeah, I like it a lot. It's so easy to watch, like... Feel good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it kind of fucks with your emotions sometimes, which I kind of like, because yeah. you're like on a feel-good high for a while, and then it gets kind of dark, and then you go back up. <laughs> it lets you down softly, <laughs> and then it picks you back up. Yeah. Highly um, recommend. Hell yeah. In Korea, they'll just record like movies on the street with like real people walking in the background. I think it's like that in New York, where like legally they can't shut down Times Square, so there's actual people in the background, and they just hold yeah. up signs saying... We're recording a movie like if you're gonna be walking around you're gonna be in it so this is your warning yeah like like especially in like really populated areas like i don't know if it happens in gundam gundam is like rich like lamborghinis and shit are just driving around yeah yeah but like they'll just record movies like in the streets so maybe you'll see me in a movie one day <laughs> it's gonna be your big break dude that'd be so sick if you're like 20 years down the road and you're watching some random like korean tv show or movie and you just see your younger self in the background me with my yellow backpack running to get to the bus (laughs) that'd be so rad but yeah squid game and ted lasso check them both out yeah, definitely fire. two different sides of the spectrum in terms of like <laughs> just <laughs> content but you know uh yeah excellent well All right. don't, i don't have anything else i nothing major yeah nothing nothing too crazy i feel like has come out in the past like yeah week little yeah week week and a half some stuff but yeah yeah. Well, all right. that's all I got. Great episode. <laughs> Great episode. We'll be back at it again in who knows how long. Who knows? <laughs> but we will be Two back. Weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good schedule. Yeah. Excellent. No, I agree. Beautiful. Dope. Well. All right. Sweet. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we love you. Right, see you later. And we will see you later. <laughs> Sayonara. Peace. Peace. that's a wrap for episode number 21 as always from the bottom of our hearts we want to say thank you for listening thank you for supporting and thank you for sending in your suggestions we listen to them and we act on them until next time please be sure to follow us on instagram at stumbling through pod and shout out to our boy b for making the intro and outro music for the podcast we appreciate you we hope you have a great rest of your week stay safe stay healthy We love you. Peace. Smoke the fuck by the boxes.